0: Hey ladies, welcome to episode number 62. How are you doing? I hope that you are not only feeling amazing, but you're also doing amazing things out there, not only at work, but also at home and that you're just doing the things that you want to do. So today's episode is going to be short and sweet, but I hope that not only it resonates with you, but it also helps you with your everyday life especially if you're a recovering procrastinator like I am and or possibly wanting to stop procrastinating wanting to just take charge of the things that you have promised yourself or you have committed to do not only again at work but also at home or just in your personal life in general so I really hope that you enjoy this episode But before we actually start and kind of dig in to today's topic, I want to remind you, especially ladies, if you are new here, if you stumbled upon this podcast and this is your first episode, this is your first um, episode of this podcast, I want to welcome you and thank you for being here and tuning in and joining me today. And if you've been tuning in to this episode, I applaud you for taking the time to learn more about the tools that are going to help you to create this balance in your life. But if you want to take this a step deeper and you completely want to end burnout and you want to create this balance between your life and your career, I want to invite you to join me to my six-week group coaching program where you'll be joining me with other military women like yourself, other female veterans, to help you organize your mind, prioritize what truly matters, build intentional boundaries, and honestly just show up with more time and more presence for God and for your personal life without having to sacrifice your career. So if you are ready to feel empowered and surrounded by other military women like yourself, not to mention the power of accountability and community, which basically means you're going to do the work, I want you to head over to wendyray.com forward slash B2B so that you can get on the wait list and get additional details for when we start in February. Okay, lady, I hope to see you inside. Okay, so let's talk about the question, right? Like, how do you let your mind think? And I think that this is something that we don't ever ask ourselves. Like, I don't sit here and ask myself, how am I letting my mind think, right? I just allow the feeling to come up because that's just the natural thing that happens. Our thoughts create our feelings, and our feelings drive our actions, and our actions create our results. So for any of you that are new here, that is the coaching model. What I just said um, is our coaching model that we discuss here on the podcast, and it's also the coaching model that I give my clients to help them understand what's going on in their mind and understand the actions that they are taking and how they are reacting or possibly responding or even maybe even avoiding their feelings. So all of that to say that how you are letting your mind think is going to determine how you feel. So if you're feeling discouraged or even unmotivated, you are possibly even now feeling frustrated, overwhelmed It's not necessarily because of the actual thing that you're thinking about, that circumstance, that situation, but it's because of everything you're thinking about it, right? So this is why it's so important for us to consider how we're allowing our mind to think. So When I ask, you know, how do you let your mind think? It's not something that, again, is a conversation that we have every day. It's not something like, you know, a common thing to ask, like, how are you doing? Right? Like, how are you doing It's like a default thing that we ask um, when we see others, when we encounter other humans, when we encounter other people around work. Again, it's something that our mind has been trained to saying. If you catch yourself, like I one time... um, had myself like count how many times I said how are you doing either um to people at work or even people at the store and I think it was I can't remember how many hours but what I do remember is that it was at least 10 times like consistently the first thing that came out of my mouth was hey how are you doing <laughs> And it's ridiculous sometimes when we're like, okay, why do we just say the things that we say like automatically? But it's because we have been trained to do such a thing, right? Like we have trained our mind to think about certain things in the morning, think about certain things during lunch, think about certain things after work or on the way, um, on the way home, because it's just so automatic now that our minds do it on its own, So again, like really asking ourselves, how do we allow our mind to think is honestly a great question to have when you are feeling frustrated, when you are feeling overwhelmed with all the things that you have going on, because trust me, we all do. I don't care what you do, what you don't do. (laughs) We all at some point get frustrated with the things that are thrown at us, especially Especially when you are active duty, especially when you're a wife, when you're a mom, when you are in different things that you are involved in, different events, hobbies, um, just really anything, right? To include your family. There's a lot that is always happening at different times. I don't care who you are, but if you're out there and you're like, hey, I'm good. I never really get frustrated or, you know, this thing doesn't come up for me as much. Well, then please uh, send me a note. I would love to know what you're doing, but seriously. So for the rest of us with a human brain, how are you letting your mind think? And there are two ways that you are possibly allowing your mind to think. So the first one is, do you let it think that you have something to do? Or the second one, do you let it think that you want to do something? And I know this seems very simple. And I know that possibly some of you are like, well, I have to do it in order to survive or I have to do it in order to provide for my family or I have to do it to keep my job. And I get that. But here is where I want to, you know, kind of challenge you on that and also offer you that it can be one or the other and it doesn't have to be have. So every time I challenge this with my clients, <laughs> they not only... Um, get defensive, but they also give me everything that they're thinking about, right? Everything that's in their mind. And and that's what I'm here for, right? I'm here to uncover everything that is going on in your mind that you are not conscious of what is really happening and how that is actually allowing you to believe that is something that you have to do, right? And when we look at it in another way, in a way that is more serving and also that is going to help you get into want versus have. Because remember, the the more we think that we have to do something or the more we, we think that it's something that isn't in our control, our minds always want to fight it or we always, um, our minds are like geared to kind of go against the grain, right? Like a, against what um, is ha- actually happening or what the reality may be, just because that's just how our mind works. So if you let your mind think based on how you're feeling about getting it done, then you will feel obligated, right? If you feel like you have to do something, you'll feel obligated to do something when you're thinking I have to do this one thing or I have to wake up early every morning. I have to um, cook every day, whatever it may be for you. Versus if you're allowing your mind that you're like, hey, this is something that I signed up for and I actually want to do this. This is where I want to be or where I wanted to be five years ago. This is where I hope to be five years ago or where I want to go in the next three years. Whatever that goal was or whatever that initial um, desire was for you. So like I said, most of my clients are in the military. That's when I first started um, coaching. They were active duty. Some of them were retiring. Some of them were transitioning out. And one of the things that would always come up was, well, I actually have to show up to go to work, right? And I'm like, well, you actually don't have to if you don't want to. Like I could literally, and I always give this example, especially to my mothers out there. I'm like, listen, um, being a mom is hard. Being a mom is one of the most difficult things anyone would do. And you know, it could be the same for a dad, right? It's very difficult to just be a parent in general. And I always tell them like, well, what if one day I wake up and I'm just like, you know what? I'm done with, having to do all these hard things and, you know, deal with dirty diapers and deal with, you know, the the talking back when they get older. I'm done and I'm just going to leave. Like I have that option. But because I don't want that option, I want to have my kids. I want to have my family. I love my kids. I would do anything for them. Then I want to do the dirty diapers, right? I want to be able to go through that experience so that so that later on the other side of that, you know, they're out of the diapers, they're out of the bottles, they're, you know, now doing their laundry, right? So it's one of those things that we don't guide our mind to do. So then we immediately feel obligated in doing something. And then this is the worst part. We feel like we don't have an option, but we do have options. We have plenty of options. We have, I have an option right now to not do this podcast. Like, okay, They're going to judge me. They're judging me now anyway, so I'm just not going to do the podcast. I have that option. I have that option of not showing up as a mom every day. I have the option to not show up as a coach every day. I mean, there's so many options as a wife, right? As a woman of God, I can literally stop doing everything that I've been doing and just completely do nothing if that's what I truly want. But that's not what I want. I want to be challenged. I want to do the hard things I want to be the mom that is not only able to be with their kids, but also to just continue to be that example for them. So again, if you continue to believe and continue to think that you have to do something, you are going to immediately create this feeling of obligation. You're going to feel obligated to do something, even if it's as simple as cooking dinner, Trust me, I've been there. But this is what I have to remind myself. I'm like, you know what? I actually want to, you know, give my family a meal. I want to eat dinner. I want to be able to just do the thing and, you know, actually allow it to serve, you know, in a way where it's a um, a way of um, serving others too, right? Because when I'm able to do something for my family. It's serving them. You know, they're getting a meal. They're getting um, um, nourished. So that is one way of thinking about it, right? Or you could feel obligated and not want to do it and then dinner's gonna taste terrible and then I mean it's just gonna go down this (laughs) this um cycle of like okay I had to do this now I have to wash the dishes and I have to do this and you're just feeling so obligated versus feeling encouraged right now how are we going to feel encouraged or determine whatever the feeling is for you is because you want to do something you want to do it from a place of love and again this is something that it took a while for me because, I mean, I'm a very loving person. I believe that. And I know that I can, you know, genuinely be loving to others around me because I just love humans. I love other people. I love my clients. I love everyone around me. I don't care if you've been a terrible person to me. I just love because I know that you are a child of God and you are perfect in the in the way that he's created you. And I think that that's where, you know, my, the feeling of love comes from me because I know that you've been created and our creator never goes wrong. So regardless of, again, what may be happening or, or not, right? You want to be able to do it from a place of love, no matter who it is. And so for you, right? Like really asking yourself, like, is this something that I am telling myself I have to do or is this something I actually want to do? Because if it's something that you don't want to do, right? Like, so for example, a lot of my clients who are like, oh, I have to get this certification or I have to get this degree. I have to go and get my master's. And I'm like, no, you don't. You really don't. Why do you think that? And then they tell me all these stories that they've heard, right? When they're transitioning out and, you know, they'd be a bit more prepared or, you know, they just need the certification to let others, employer, know that, um, you know, they're capable and credible of doing what they need to do. And I always tell them that's not true. I've been in a recruiting company, I worked for a recruiting company, and some of these guys and gals didn't have a certification, all they had was a bachelor's degree, but guess what, they got the opportunity that they wanted. Not to say that, you know, I'm not encouraging you to go get your master's or that certification, yes, by all means, but don't do something that you feel that you're obligated in doing, because You're not going to do as well, or you're not going to even appreciate that one thing that you're chasing that degree or that certification because you're not doing it from a place of, like, I really want this. I desire this because it's going to serve me. There's a huge difference. And I know some of you are like, well, sometimes I have to tell myself that I have to do something to do it. Well, then this is what's going to happen. And how do I know this? Because it's happened to me. You are later going to feel as if that was a waste of time, or you are going to regret the things that you had to um, kind of push away to get that one thing done, right? So for example, the time that you spend with your family, the time that you spend on possibly just even relaxing, right? So again, being able to distinguish how you're allowing your mind to think is a huge difference when it comes to getting things done. Like I said earlier, and procrastinator, right? If most of the time you feel that like you're procrastinating on this one thing, 99% of the time is because you think that you have to do something or you have to do that one thing. When you really don't, you have options here. There are so many options that you have within your life, right? You have the option to not show up to work, but yes, there will be a consequence. You have the option to not be a parent or a wife, but yes, there are consequences, right? But what if you want to, what if you just want to love your husband today for who he is? What if you just want to love on your kids for doing everything that kids are doing or supposed to be doing, like spilling juice all over the place, not wanting to brush your teeth, not wanting to put their clothes on <laughs> when it's time to go to school. What if you just love them because of that's who they're supposed to be, right? And it's the same thing for you. What if you love yourself for just sometimes even considering not wanting to do the things, trust me, I don't want to wash the dishes. That is the last thing I want to do after dinner, after I cook a meal, especially after I cook. I feel more compelled to doing the dishes when my husband cooks. (laughs) But it's the truth, right? Like we do this all the time. But what if you're like, you know what? I actually don't have to wash the dishes. I can wash them tomorrow morning and call it a day instead of thinking about it, going to sleep, feeling like, you know, you're just a terrible wife, a terrible mom, you know, dishes are dirty or the laundry, whatever it may be. Like, what if you just decide, be like, listen, this is an option. I don't have to do it now. I, I, I'm deciding in this moment that I'm going to do it tomorrow, whatever that might look like for you, right? Because our minds need supervision. It tends most of the time towards having, because that's what we've trained it to think. And you don't have to do anything if you don't want to. So yes, there are going to be consequences, but because of the consequences, you want to get it done, okay? I'm going to say this again. Yes, there are consequences, but because of the consequences, you're going to want to get it done. So again, on this one thing that you're procrastinating, is there something or is there a consequence to it if you don't get it done? And do you have to do it, right? Like, that's really the real question. Do you have to do this? If the answer is no, then really ask yourself, is it a consequence? And is it going to serve me or is it not? So if you truly want this result, this one thing, this outcome, then you just want everything that comes along with it, right? Like, again, being a mom. Like, yeah, like, if I just don't show up one day, you know, I know my husband's got it, but if it's a constant thing, then, you know, do I really want to be a mom, right? Is that something that is going to affect me and my kids and my family, right? So I want my kids to be healthy. I want my kids to, you know, do everything and everything that they want to do as well, but also I want them to see that there's someone that they can um, not only have as an example, right, as, you know, their mom, especially for my daughter, But I also want everything that comes along with it, right? Their disappointment, their struggle at school, their struggle with life in general, right? So you can manage your mind. You can train your brain to think the way you want it to think. You can teach it to focus on what you want it to focus. Direct direct it to what you truly want. I promise you, it only takes a little bit of time. All right, ladies, that's all that I have for you today. I hope that you begin to really asking yourself, how am I letting my mind think? How are you letting your mind think? And it's either one of two ways. You have to do something or you want to do something. All right, lady, have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye. Hey, lady, if this podcast helped you, challenged you or inspired you in some way, please leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with another military sister. Helping you integrate balance, prioritization, and growth in your relationship with God is my ultimate calling. I'm so blessed that you are here. And please join us in the faith-led military Women community on Facebook at bit.ly forward slash beyond the military GRP. Hope to see you there, and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye.